0: The Austin Daily Drop starts in 30 seconds and is generously supported by Velocity Credit Union, one of Austin's most trusted financial institutions since 1947. Velocity offers all the services you'd expect without the charges or hidden fees that generate big bucks for those big banks. Any profits Velocity makes go right back to their members in the form of free checking, better rates, and lower fees. Velocity Credit Union, the faster way to financial freedom. Learn more at VelocityCU.com. That's VelocityCU.com monday july 18th 2022 this is the austin daily drop thanks for finding us i'm chris Mosier. stand by for news a flurry of developments in regard to the may mass shooting at robb elementary in new valley have emerged over the weekend first the special house committee assigned to investigating the shooting released its findings on Sunday, finding widespread systemic failures and egregiously poor decision-making in the police response. The Texas Tribune outlines five primary takeaways, and those are that, one, the law enforcement failures went far beyond those committed by local police. Two, the safety protocols of the school itself fell disastrously short. Three, desensitization regarding school lockdowns related to police alerts have been brought on by an uptick in so-called bailouts, including groups of illegal immigrants crashing their vehicles and scattering during police and border patrol pursuits. Four, the shooter gave clear hints about his plans for the attack. And five, officials unnecessarily undermine public confidence by making statements they couldn't back up with facts. Meanwhile, the New York Times has acquired a document indicating intent by local law enforcement to steer the so-called narrative, as the document itself is titled, which paints the shooting response more favorably. The Times story says Uvalde City leaders presented the document to Texas Department of Public Safety head Stephen McCraw during a heated meeting shortly after the shooting, and that the document emphasizes a timeline featuring a fast police response that saved hundreds of the remaining children in the school, that clearing the neighboring classrooms was given priority over breaching room 112, and says that all the officers present considered an approach through the door to be suicide, all in conflict with analysis that's been developed since. Uvalde City leaders have placed Mariano Pargas, who was acting police chief on the day of the shooting, on administrative leave as they launch an internal review. The Austin American statesman says that review will be conducted by former Austin police detective Jesse Prado, who now works as a private investigator. A private briefing on the House Committee's findings and surveillance video review was held in Uvalde yesterday. KXAN says the father of one of the slain children was ejected from the event because he, quote, wasn't on the list. Alfred Garza III is the biological father of Amory Joe Garza, who died in the attack. Committee chair and state rep Dustin Burroughs of Lubbock has offered to discuss the issue one-on-one with Alfred Garza. And Uvalde Mayor Don McLaughlin says only immediate family members were allowed in, with the families themselves given the task of listing all the people who'd be attending the private briefing. As we mentioned before, it's become clear that the gunman left a trail of clues that he may have been planning to attack a school, including developing the online nickname School Shooter. More from the Texas Tribune, who outlined his troubled last few years, in which he was identified as an at-risk student who suffered from a speech impediment but never received special education services or speech therapy and eventually flunked out of school. In later years, he was fired from multiple fast food jobs for behavior that included threatening female co-workers. However, he had no criminal history and thus nothing stopped him from spending about $6,000 on two AR-15 rifles and thousands of rounds of ammunition. And finally, on Uvalde Today, calls have begun for criminal penalties over the mismanagement of the response. An opinion column written for MSNBC by Frank Figliuzzi, former assistant director for counterintelligence at the FBI, suggests that police on the scene violated sections of Texas criminal statutes regarding the abandonment or endangerment of children and injury to a child resulting from reckless omission. Compelling read. The link is in the show notes. Coming up, more of the weekend's news, including worries about overworking aging Texas power plants, massive donations for gubernatorial challenger Beto O'Rourke, huge success for a Taylor Track star and Austin FC, and a clearer picture of this year's ACL Fest. All coming up in 30 seconds after a quick thanks to our friends at Velocity Credit Union, where they specialize in free checking, better rates, and lower fees, including totally free checking, which is exactly what it sounds like. They can help you with home equity loans, mortgages, investment planning for your 401k, your ira and so much more velocity credit union is the faster way to financial freedom find out all about velocity at velocitycu.com and austin couple has donated two million dollars to beto o'rourke's gubernatorial campaign his largest single donation yet reported as part of a February through June fundraising haul totaling almost $25 million, which tops fundraising during the same period by Governor Greg Abbott. Still more from the Texas Tribune, who say Simone and Tench Cox, philanthropists and investors who moved to Austin from Palo Alto, California in January of last year, each wrote a $1 million check for the O'Rourke campaign. Simone Cox says, quote, the only real opportunity to put a check on the state legislature is through the statewide race, and we think Beto is an extraordinary candidate. Unquote. Over to sports where Austin FC is cruising to quote Austin Monthly atop the MLS West at the midpoint of the season as a Saturday night draw at FC Dallas 1-1 gives Austin its first official trophy as a club, the Copa Tejas State Championship for Texas. Objective to a fault, Landon cotton at the Moon Tower Soccer Podcast says quote, the thousand or so fans that traveled to Frisco to see the game might have been slightly disappointed with the overall performance, but bringing back Copa Tejas is more than consolation, Unquote. Austin FC has a week off before facing the New York Red Bulls at Q2 on Saturday night and a huge track win. Taylor's Fred Curley is the fastest man on earth, leading a U.S. sweep of the men's 100-meter dash at the World Track and Field Championships in Oregon on Saturday. Curley posted a time in the 100 meters at 9.68 seconds. The Guardian calls Curley's gold win astonishing and details a terrific rags-to-riches story that starts with Curley as a child sleeping on a pallet in his aunt's house in Taylor with 12 other kids. Really great story. Find it in the show notes. and Congratulations to both Fred Curley and his beloved Aunt Virginia. ACL Fest organizers released the day-to-day schedule of this October's event and also put single-day tickets on sale on Friday. Highlights include Friday headliners The Chicks, SZA, Phoenix for Weekend 2, Nathaniel Rateliff and Billy Strings. Saturday sees Pink, Flume, Lil Nas X, Diplo, Wallows, and Death Cab for Cutie on Weekend 2. And Sunday's headliners are the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Casey Musgraves, Paramore, and Lil Dirk for Weekend 1. Single-day passes for all six days of the 2022 Austin City Limited. Music festival are still available as of recording time this morning. And weather to close with a troubling note from Bloomberg that emits persistent record threatening heat here in Texas. Several of our state's power plants are running nonstop. And deferring maintenance in order to keep up with electricity demand, Michelle Richmond, executive director of Texas Competitive Power Advocates, a generator industry group, says that putting off preventative maintenance for short-term production is a gamble that risks a more comprehensive outage should that equipment falter. With months left to go in a historically hot Texas summer, the grid has kept up so far, but may be at risk of literally burning out. No relief this week for sure. Mid 100 expected daily through Friday, 102 or so for next weekend, and more. Of the same for the rest of july next sub 100 day and the medium range forecast is coming on monday august the first and that's the austin daily drop y'all i'm chris mosier links to all these stories can be found in our show notes at austindailydrop.com you'll also find their recent episodes of the podcast that likely include stories you haven't heard yet so do listen back we appreciate your time very much take care have a great day stay cool we will catch you again tomorrow morning The Austin Daily Drop is generously supported by our friends at Velocity Credit Union, which does a lot of the same stuff that banks do, but without many of the fees that regular banks tend to bank on. Velocity Credit Union is a local not-for-profit organization, so any profits go right back to their members in the form of better rates, lower fees, and other benefits. When you're looking at financing home purchases or repairs, consolidating debt, buying a vehicle, or many of the other financial hurdles we all eventually face, you've got a friend in Velocity. They also offer one of the the best credit cards out there, along with convenient online and mobile services. Plus, each time you visit a branch, you're likely to find the same familiar, friendly faces. Established right here in Austin, Texas, way back in 1947, Velocity is one of the capital city's most trusted financial institutions. Free checking, better rates, lower fees. Velocity Credit Union, the faster way to financial freedom. Federally insured by NCUA. There's so much more to learn, so look them up now at VelocityCU.com. That's Velocity cu.com